Good morning and happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of Rev Up, where we're talking about accelerating engagement into revenue. I'm Jen Cords, partner here at the NOR Group, leading our revenue operations practice. My usual co-host, Noor, is not going to be joining us this week as he's in New York working with a client. So with that said, let's just jump into today's topic about routing and the impact responsiveness can have on an organization. For people working in operations, routing sometimes can be a very sore subject as it sometimes causes headaches. It takes an enormous amount of work, not only to set up, but also then to maintain a strong lead routing strategy. Yet the dividends that a strong lead routing strategy will pay are innumerable as it creates operational efficiency, proper distribution of leads to the sales organization, and it ensures that nobody, no lead slips through the cracks. So nobody wants to get a phone call on a Friday, Saturday, whenever actually, of a sales leader or the CMO asking why a lead wasn't properly routed and you have to do a forensic deep dive into your marketing automation system or your sales CRM to find out where it all went wrong. None of that is fun and it takes a lot of manual effort. So creating a strong lead routing process that can grow and scale with the organization really is critical to any sales strategy and any growing organization. So. Let me throw a stat at you really quick. Would you believe that 40% of sales professionals never follow up on an inbound request? Now, for those of us who've worked in operations for a while, this stat probably doesn't surprise anyone. But what that means for an organization is that a lot of potentially valuable relationships are never initiated because that interest in their product or service never actually gets in front of the appropriate salesperson for follow-up. And so not only are these interactions that sales and marketing are creating and having important to generating net new interest, but every single one of those digital touch points are about driving better engagement and providing more value to the customer who ultimately we hope becomes a prospect into an opportunity into closed one revenue that helps the organization achieve their sales goals. So here at the NOR Group, we focus on removing friction and accelerating growth across multiple disciplines within any organization. And over the last few years, especially as digital relationships have grown with COVID and the work from home era, if you will, um, the modern B2B funnel can create significant friction, especially when leads aren't getting to the right person. And that friction can be forms that don't work right, too long of forms, not getting to the right person, not getting a proper response in a timely manner, um, getting lost within websites that are structured in a way that doesn't make it easy to navigate. All of these things are friction that really should be worked to remove and optimize so there's efficiency across all of the touch points that a customer may have. So when 
companies start, their lead routing process more often than not is very linear. It's lead comes in, gets passed to maybe one or two salespeople in a round robin type fashion. As the organization grows, more salespeople are added, complexity of the business increases. Additional factors like geography, industry, target accounts, company size, et cetera, like all of those elements now are part of a lead routing strategy because there's individual teams that are handling those different subgroups of any business. So creating routing rules that not only can support the inbound demand, but then also be filtered and direct that interest to the right group in a very timely manner is essential to any business. And so creating alignment between both the marketing and the sales operations teams to create a process of how are things changed, when are they changed, and a feedback loop of what's working, what's not working. Like those are all elements that operations teams really need to focus on. So with routing, it's it's one of those foundational aspects of a marketing operations role within a company. And just like data integrity, excuse me, and enrichment that we spoke about last week, it's a foundational pillar to the marketing automation efforts that will then grow and support the business throughout time. Um, intelligent routing strategies really start at the tool level. Um, not only are you wanting your technologies to seamlessly talk to each other, uh, in a two-way integration type fashion, but you also want them to be able to seamlessly pass those leads from maybe a marketing focus once it's qualified or takes a certain behavior, a certain action, it then gets pushed over to sales and they're immediately notified so they can intercept that interest at the time and platform of the person's choosing. So ensuring systems like your marketing automation tool and your CRM are configured in a way that the two-way sync allows that data to seamlessly flow back and forth is really going to be critical to making your lead routing rules and process and program work seamlessly. So based on your company size, like I said, your routing could be very simple. And so it's just, it's a very simple workflow. Salesforce has a built-in um, process that can do that type of linear routing, as well as some, some round robin, not a ton. Um, but then as the company grows, you're probably going to be adding a marketing automation tool like a HubSpot or a Marketo or even Pardot. Like all of those have some level of routing within them. But then once your organization hits kind of a critical mass and you're starting to route things like uh, based off of industry, uh, you may have tiebreakers because there may be a global headquarters and then there's a regional headquarters. You need to make sure that that's routed correctly. When you get into that level of complexity, tools like OpenPrize and Lean Data are really going to be beneficial to the organization because it allows the management of that complex logic to be 
created and maintained in a very efficient manner with CSV files. And so you're never actually modifying the workflow. You're just modifying like an Excel document, if you will. So as the company grows, you may find that you're growing out of certain technologies because you, what you need is now beyond the scope of what that tool can do. So as an ops person, it's always important to be looking at your tech stack and evaluating, are these the right tools for where we are presently? Are we gonna continue to be able to grow with these tools? If you can't honestly answer that question or you honestly answer that you've outgrown the capabilities of that tool, it's probably time to start a tech eval and create a plan to migrate to something that the company can then grow and scale with. So these are all things that ops teams should be thinking about related to their ops, their, their routing strategy, excuse me. So other key elements um, when setting up your routing strategy would be defining your critical fields and then making sure that you have data populated in those fields. Last week, when we talked about data integrity and enrichment, we too touched on the fact that you need, you being the organization needs to define what are the key data points that a salesperson needs to know to be able to do their job most effectively. So if it's, first name, last name, company, industry, location. If you don't have a solid enrichment solution that can give you that data, you're going to need to find a way to add those fields to your forms. Because if you don't have that data, then how is that record gonna get routed if you have really complex rules that requires said data? So defining your critical fields necessary to handle your inbound demand is probably going to be step one. And that goes right along with your data integrity and your data enrichment conversation that you should also be having, and you should be enriching your databases on a regular basis. So um, once you've defined those critical fields, the next thing that you really need to do is focus on defining your ideal path for the leads to be routed. And that may be if you're early in your in your company's life, that may be all inbound is handled the exact same way, which makes defining that ideal path pretty simple because everything's going to go to the same place. But if you now have grown and become a more complex organization and different inbound entry points are going to be handled in a different manner. You need to define a clear path, clear and ideal path for each one of those entry points. For example, let's say a contact us form is immediately filled out and then it's automatically round robined. So bypassing any territory type routing rule doesn't matter. They just want them touched, routed quickly to any salesperson can handle that. So contact us immediately gets routed round robin to a sales, but maybe the demo form that is going to be territory based. So when they fill out the demo form, then that does follow a set of rules 
that then looks at geography and maybe industry to make sure that it gets routed to the right person. And then maybe your content downloads are just handled in an automated fashion and maybe they're put into a nurture sequence versus being routed to an actual person. So once you've def defined your key entry points, you then need to map out what is the ideal path for routing look like for that specific channel. Once you've defined that, you need to then also define a fallback value because every database is imperfect and you're never going to have all the data points that you need. So having a fallback and documenting what that fallback is, is also going to be important to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. Again, for example, let's say you on your forms, you're asking for first name, last name, company, and, and maybe email address. The person misspells the company name. And so when the enrichment solution fires and tries to check against that company name, it returns no results, which then means there is no locational data for that record. And you're trying to route it based off of that location. Where is it gonna go? In If you don't create a fallback method, or a fallback path, then the, the record is just going to sit in the system and nobody's going to get notified about it. And then weeks go by and this person who maybe has asked for a demo or asked a question still doesn't have an answer. And now they're frustrated with the company and they go look at a competitor. So make sure that all of your routing has a fallback mechanism and that sales knows what to do with that. And maybe it is everything then just gets round robined to a certain team or it gets dropped into a queue. If it gets dropped into a queue, make sure that there's one team responsible for making, making that queue clear every single day. Every day this, clear needs, this queue needs to be clear. If that expectation is set from the beginning, most sales organizations I found are pretty amenable to making sure that it happens. So once you've got your key fields, and you've got your ideal paths for all your inbound channels, the next thing you need to do is create a process for change. Every organization is growing and scaling and hiring people and adding complexity. And the marketing, automa auto marketing operations team, which is typically responsible for routing, can't dedicate resources to make changes on a daily basis. And even if they could make changes on a daily basis, you don't want to make changes on a daily basis because then that's gonna negate and invalidate most of your reporting that you're gonna be doing. And we'll touch on reporting here in a little bit. So creating a process that is again, scalable, where sales, leadership, sales operations and marketing operations all agree that changes to routing are gonna be done, let's just say on a monthly basis. When that happens, make sure that there's an intake form of some kind for operations. Who's the new person? What's changing? Do I need to update all records that presently exist in the system, et cetera? So like kind of think through what you want to happen when changes are made. If somebody leaves, how is that going to be handled? Where are those leads now supposed to go? Because again, you don't want 
inbound interest, people raising their hand saying, please contact me, I wanna to talk to you. You don't want that going to an inactive user in your CRM system because then again, they don't get the follow-up that they need. So create a process and align with your sales leadership on their hiring forecasts and their hiring plan, as well as sales operations to make sure that when they need changes made, Op marketing operations can then actually make those changes in the routing. So then the reports are reflected um, correctly. So now that we've discussed those, discussed and defined those key elements to routing, uh, I really want to kind of dig into why is routing so critical? And ops people know why routing is so critical. Uh, most leadership, both sales, marketing, and product uh, leadership know why routing is so important. But just from a very high level, um, the digital touch points and evolving customer behaviors have increased the demand for efficient and optimized processes around responsiveness specifically. Um, there's research that shows nearly 60% of consumers want a quick resolution and follow-up when they're trying to make a buying decision. If they have to wait a significant amount of time, they will go find somewhere else to make that purchase. And I mean, look at Amazon. A lot of people, if it's not found on Amazon and I can't get Amazon Prime shipping in two days, I don't want it. That's that. Those are the buying behaviors that a lot of people are doing. And I understand that large SaaS uh, contracts and last large purchases are not made in the same way. But when people are doing research on websites and they can't find the information they're looking for, they'll leave your website and go somewhere else that's more easy for them to navigate and to find what they're looking for. So um, that goes back to the forms. And I know we've touched on this in previous RevUp uh, chats. If your form is too long, you're going to turn people off and they're not going to want to complete it. So your form form completion rates are going to go down. If you're not asking enough information, your salespeople are not going to be effective in their follow up. And it's also going to frustrate the customer because now they have to give the salesperson a whole bunch of information that could have been asked in a form format or in an email follow up or some other way. So finding ways to make those efficiencies really will help your organization grow. So research has also shown that leads followed up within five minutes have nine times higher rate of converting than if they sit for longer than five minutes. And recently I found on HubSpot that a lead that, have set, that has sat for 10 minutes or more drops by about 400% in the ability to convert it. So your sweet spot's kind of between like three minutes and seven minutes to respond to somebody who's filled out a form and raised their hand on your website to get them a, to get them a response. That's why uh, applications like live chat have become so prevalent across most most websites and most digital environments is because people want that real-time engagement and real-time interaction because they want their answers right then and move on. 
make a decision and move on. So those stats alone make routing and reinforce why tracking all of these metrics are also really important because creating a great strategy and having a great routing process is awesome. But if you don't know the metrics behind it and can't track any adjustments or modifications that you are making, or even seeing what your responsive time is, you can't then improve it. So if you're not tracking it, you really can't improve it. But you don't want to track everything because if you're tracking everything, you're really tracking nothing. So identifying just key metrics, key motions, key conversion points within the entire lifecycle process, as well as as the speed to lead and the, and the human engagement aspect of it are going to be really critical to making sure that everybody stays in alignment. And so one of the things that my team does here at Nor Group when we're working with a client is we dive deep into the reports because creating reports, one, that people can trust and two, that provide visibility across multiple disciplines really helps create that level of accountability for everybody. So actionable data that's trustworthy is essential to having people buy into the trustworthiness of that report and leveraging it in their day-to-day decision-making. Having it in a real-time format where they can get their answer at any time without having to ask anyone, that kind of goes back to the consumer behaviors that we've also been seeing. And those consumer behaviors kind of translate into the way we work and the way we want information within our own uh, organizational environments as well. So routing and responsiveness are both things that should be tracked. The responsiveness aspect if your website says that there's like a 24 hour SLA or a service level agreement and all leads will be followed up with within 24 hours and your data is not reflecting that same information, you there's two big choices that you can make. One is you can change the SLA that's posted out on your website or two and or two, uh, you can go talk to sales and get some feedback from them as to why they're not able to follow up with those leads in a timely manner. And both of those elements, the second having the conversation with sales will actually inform the operations team more as to what's not working within their system. Maybe there's a wait step that nobody knew about. Maybe the volume of leads is too much for the two way sync between your marketing automation system and your CRM. Um, All of these things, are fine tunable and you can tweak them so they work more effectively for the organization. So creating that real-time dashboard provides that visibility, uh, not only for the demand across the whole funnel, but it also gives you your responsive rate. It also tells you the duration a lead is sitting in the various stages. And then it also looks at your key conversion points. Once and and it helps with forecasting. So once something hits maybe a stage three opportunity, if you know the conversion rate 
two, closed one, you'll know that that's pretty solid. You can trust that in your forecast. And then you can make reinvestment type decisions based on that data. But if you don't know your percentage success rate or how long it takes for something to go from a stage three to a closed one, then you're not able to, to appropriately forecast. And even working backwards, uh, sales has a revenue number. Well, all organizations have a revenue number and marketing is then responsible for generating demand that will then help sales hit that revenue number. If you're not tracking the, the volume and the demand across your entire funnel from net new name to close one revenue or close loss revenue, like you, you won't know how long that takes. And so knowing the duration of what your life cycle is helps you work backwards and make decisions based on the investments that you're needing to make. And so this goes back to, again, the routing and the responsiveness and why it comes back to routing and responsiveness is if your salespeople aren't following up with the leads in a timely manner, that means the inbound demand is just dying on the vine and that's one cause for not hitting your revenue number. The other cause would be, is there enough coverage in your various territories to hit those, those revenue numbers? So knowing the volume of leads based off of territory really will help you make investments uh, on the marketing side of what events do we need to go to? Where can we generate more leads for this one territory? Or maybe this, maybe knowing that another territory is swamped, maybe transitioning and transitioning that salesperson to help cover the territories that are swamped with demand will, will help uh, level the playing field a little bit and again, hit those revenue numbers. But if you're not tracking any of this information, you're not gonna ever know any of this information and you're not gonna be able to make decisions and optimize these key elements across the entire journey and make it a seamless experience for your end user. So I mentioned that the NOR ops team, uh, RevOps team does a baseline assessment with our clients and we do dig into the, the data and the reports are one of the key things we look for. But then we also do look at the integrations of your various tools because removing that friction means that you need to also remove your data silos. And so um, looking at what tools exist in the stack and then how are they being used helps inform us uh, what strategy and what recommendations we can make for short, medium and long-term uh, improvements to anybody's organization. I mentioned them before, but tools like Marketo and Salesforce have uh, native reports and modules that allow you to track some of this data. They also have native workflows and processes that allow you to do some of that. I don't want to call it rudimentary, but sort of the beginning, the more simplistic routing rules. But then like your, like your organization grows, the complex layering of the routing and the territories and all of that, you may need to grow into a tool like a lean data or an open prize. All, both of those tools also have some pretty robust reports that make it really easy to identify some gaps, some holes, some optimization opportunities. So in that assessment, we are looking 
not only at the tools and processes, but we're also looking at the reports that exist and the dashboards and, and what level of visibility does the organization have? Uh, and does both marketing and sales trust the same data set or are they working from two different versions of the truth? Uh, so with all that, routing can be a very complex, cumbersome topic. I personally love digging into routing type problems and making it operationally more efficient uh, because it's like a giant puzzle and getting all the pieces to work seamlessly and, and just run is, is kind of a, a fun challenge. So the key takeaways that I'd like to leave you with today would be if you haven't already defined your lead routing strategy for your organization, um, make sure that the data, one, as you're defining your lead routing strategy for your organization, make sure that you have data to support the workflows and the key filters that you're wanting to leverage in that routing process. Next, um, make sure that you have an effective way to track that responsiveness. If you're telling sales that they need to follow up on all leads within 60 minutes, if you don't have a way to measure that, then how do you know that they're actually doing it? So in most reports and most research shows that inbound demand generates three times more on spend than outbound work does. So you want to maximize every opportunity that your company has in responding to the people that are coming to your website and showing interest in your products or services. And finally, the last uh, takeaway that I'd like to leave you with is make sure that your sales and marketing operations, as well as leadership teams are aligned on the expected behaviors, key handoff points, and the fallback plan. Uh, the ops, the RevOps team here knows, here at Nor Group knows that documentation is your friend and you have to be intentional about your documenting your processes and keep them up to date. But document what needs to happen because then it's a way to help train and align and again, create that level of accountability for everyone of this is how we do it here. And if something's not working, then have the conversation, update the documentation, and that's your new normal. But without the documentation, that allows people to just go rogue, if you will, and create their own process. And that then creates cascading other problems. So make sure that marketing and sales are aligned, both operationally and from leadership on those behaviors and document that process so everybody is on the same on the same page with that i'd love to thank you for joining me for this episode of rev up i'd also like to encourage you to join us in our forum uh, the nor forum is a private community of business leaders and uh, like-minded individuals where we can have conversations about routing trends in the industries um, we also do some exclusive events in there. So if you haven't joined the forum yet, visit our website at norgroup.com forum and sign up. Uh, finally, if you are interested to learn more about what Norgroup does, how we help our clients 
the revenue operations practice that I lead, please visit our website also, just norgroup.com. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. We'd love to engage with you there. So thank you. And I look forward to engaging with you on a future episode.